The 3P Champions podcast is brought to you in part by Art in Motion, where we create moving pictures. Send us your family photos, home movies. Give us a call. We'll do a Zoom interview with you. Turn it into a loving, customized tribute. It'll be the greatest gift you'll ever give. You can find us at www.artinmotion.tv. Thanks so much. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us again for another 3P Champions podcast. I'm Rob Stoller in Philadelphia with... Greg Stern in Seattle. Yes, Greg Sternomatic. What a guy. Our guest today is just an extraordinary young lady. Her name is Trinity Bursey, and her background is pretty diverse. She grew up in uh, London, at least largely, daughter of a military man, um, but ended up playing ball at University of North Carolina. She's written three children's books. She's a school counselor in North Carolina and really a pleasure to listen to. We actually found out about Trinity from another 3P champion, Greg Gelb, as Trinity recruited Greg to provide jazz accompaniment to her latest book. And I think that project's going to be fabulous. And, and I think Trinity is fabulous. Greg, what do you think of Trinity? Uh, she's a great person. Uh, obviously, I love basketball players, and to hear that she was at the Almighty North Carolina, it was pretty cool. But just uh, her sense of integrity and what she does, and her passion for, you know, inspiring and, and helping people and kids, uh, she's really one that I love to hear about. And I think people will see what you can just feel what kind of type of person she is and how she lives with her integrity. Yeah, I think uh, the the label role model really applies to Trinity Bursey. She's quite special. So um, without any further delay, here's Trinity Bursey on the 3P Champions podcast. There she is. Hey, Trinity. Hey there. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I'm Rob. And I'm Greg. Greg. Hey, Rob. Hey, Greg. Nice to meet both of you. Well, in person, I guess. Yeah, Virtual person. Virtually. That's a, we'll meet one of these days. Right. There's <laughs> too much synergy going on around, but uh, we're so happy you're here. I guess, Greg, I told you how Trinity came to us through Greg Gelb. You mentioned it, yeah. Who is another 3P champion and a close friend of mine. The 3Ps are passion, purpose, and principle. So as we do with a lot of people, why don't you tell us what those words mean to you and how they apply to you? So for me, I would say my passion really is sharing valuable messages to young people whether that be through, sometimes for me, it's through sports. Like right now, it's through, um, I'm a school counselor and also through my books as well. And so I love specifically giving good messages in like creative ways. Like, you know, through my book, we talk about the importance of embracing our uniqueness, embracing diversity. And I just love doing things like that in creative and kind of out of the box kind of ways. And so I feel like my purpose really is to be able to share those things with young people. But I feel like my passion is doing it in ways that are kind of out of the box that haven't been done before. And um, yeah, I'd say my principles I really stand by, my faith is huge and important to me. And so I'd say that's definitely a guiding post for me. Um, yeah, I've been a, a Christian ever since I was a kid. And that's something those principles have definitely stuck with me until adulthood. So like many of our featured 
three P champions. You also come from a sports background. Why don't you give us a a little overview of your illustrious sports career? Yeah. Yeah. So for me, uh, sports kind of came like in an unlikely way. My dad was in the military, so we traveled around a lot. I'd always loved playing sports, but it wasn't until we moved to England that I got like serious about playing sports. Like we got a book about basketball um, and just different things, drills to work on. And so I was just dedicated. Like every day I'd be working on it. It would be funny because kids would like, you know, tease me like all you do is practice. But for me, I had a vision like somewhere I knew I wanted to go. I just knew even though I was in England and of course back then they didn't have YouTube. There's no way of getting like tapes across, you know, the pond. I just knew I was going to be at a, a big time university one day with no connections or anything. My parents didn't play sports like that or anything. No connections. We moved to um, North Carolina and I got to go to a camp, a UNC um, Chapel Hill basketball camp. And during that camp, I just, you know, played really hard, did well, and was offered a scholarship on the spot. And that is like unheard of, not only in that program, but like in college basketball in general, that's completely unheard of. Um, So we had two freshmen coming in that year, and I was one of them. And so that was such a great honor to be part of that team. We went to a Final Four, should have won the championship that year, but so many ACC championships. Um, It was such a blast. I even got to play overseas in Czech Republic. Unfortunately, an injury kind of, you know, derailed those dreams. But yeah, basketball is huge in my life. I love telling kids another message, too, is that nothing you, you know, envision and dream about is impossible. I remember, for instance, there was once I was in high school in England and they had like this, I think a college and career person came by and was talking to us kids. And he asked us, he was like, how many of you here play sports? You know, some of us raised our hands. And he was like, I want you all to know that none of you here will play Division One sports in anything. That's impossible. He's like, maybe Division Three at best, but you need to change those dreams. You know, whatever, like, you're not going to get to do Division One. He had the statistics up there about, like, how many, you know, kids played sports and all this. And, you know, in my mind, I'm like, this guy has no idea who I am and my work ethic. There's not going to let him tell me what I can or can't do. So I'm very careful now working with kids to never say they can't do something. I'm like, mm. if you want to do it, you can, but you have to put the work into it as well. So that's definitely a passion of mine as well. Sounds like you got some extra fuel from that guy. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I got a question for you related to basketball. I looked up your background sure. a bit, going back to high school, and I'm wondering, who's better, you or your sister? Um, Of course, I'm going to say me. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at no him. Like, they had like question. the scoring titles or, or most in the year or most in the games, and I'm like, hold it, there's another person. Yeah. And I said, it must be your mom. I saw the year. I'm like, well, it must be your sister. Yeah. So you're both good <laughs> well, ball players. You see, in my defense, I didn't play, like, you know, in America very well. I played two years high school basketball. She got to play in middle school and high school. So she oh. had more of a feel for, like, the, you know, American style a little bit more than I did. Well, truth be known, Greg played D1 basketball in Washington. and Okay, he was, nice. Yeah, he was a stud. And so many of the people that we've interviewed have conveyed that, there was really no secret to their success beyond, well, there were, you know, people that helped them and we'll get to that too, but it was work. It was the hard work. Oh, yeah. Every single one of them put up the work and yeah. uh, most of them had determined as you probably did too, that nobody's sure. going to outwork you. Yeah. And it's funny that you say that too, because I've been, Doing, I love doing research on my, like, you know, vision boards, things like that, and how that can really help you accomplish your dreams. And it's funny because they talk about, you know, things that you say to yourself 
um, really, you know, helps you as far as your mindset and your vision. Well, I didn't know this as a kid, but it was funny. I think back about how I kind of did this kind of almost automatically. There was like during the, like the um, NCAA final four, the women's final four, when I was like in high school, middle school, they would have like little commercials on where they had the players, they would do like a little speech and they'd talk about like a special talk. It was almost like a spoken word type thing. And so they were talking about how like, it didn't matter like, you know, summer or whatever, they're still gonna be in the court, they're still gonna practice. It was a whole thing. So they had players from different teams, and they did this. And so I had like a, a tape recorder back then and I would record, I recorded it and I would listen to it like every single day. So it's just funny that even as a kid, no one had to tell me to do that. I just had it in my mind that this is what I wanna do. So I'm gonna kind of fuel, you know what I mean? Like fuel that desire in me. So yeah, I'd say that having vision, like having a vision for yourself is so important in what you wanna do and accomplish. Uh, and I, I'm sure many, many young people do not. And I would imagine you're helping them understand that that can be important. We talk to most of our guests about people who have helped them. Uh, Greg's story is, you know, for me, it's the greatest because he went to a camp as well. When he was in seventh grade, he went to Gonzaga's basketball camp and John Stockton was his counselor. And John Stockton was an undersized player. Greg right. was undersized. And Stockton told him he could be great. Who who provided you belief along the way? Uh, your parents weren't athletes, as you said. And, and you started playing, you know, in, in England, which is not yeah. a basketball mecca. Who, right. who helped you believe you could be great? I wish I could say somebody like Carl Malone or something, or, you know, <laughs> I don't know, no, nobody like that. Like, in fact, I'd never even been to a college or pro basketball game, you know, you know, at that time. And so for me, it was my parents, even though they hadn't played sports at a high level, they encouraged me. So did um, coaches that I had, even in England, they encouraged me, went to a few camps over in England, but they didn't have any connections necessarily, but they did encourage me that, hey, you know what, you're on the right track. And so I think for me, I'm a very... I don't know, determined person as well. So I kind of just had that in my mind, like, this is what I'm going to do. You know, it doesn't matter what I'm going after this. So combination of that and a combination of me just really, you know, pushing for what I believed in. It's just and, in you. I, yeah. always, I always talk to people about, you know, you know, everybody defines success differently, but whatever field you're in over time, there's only one thing that's really necessary because you're always, you're always competing against people. It's, it's, it's discipline. And it's not easy to be disciplined. Obviously, you have to vision, but it sounds like you're extremely disciplined. Hard work is I there. I could... with that, but this, you have to be disciplined. That's true. I, I feel like discipline is one of those things where you may be disciplined in maybe some areas, but there may be like some areas where you're kind of a little slacked. But I definitely know for me, as far as like dreams or like drive and vision, I'm definitely disciplined in those areas. <laughs> Can't say in my whole entire life, but you know, I try to get more disciplined. Try to be as most disciplined as you can. Exactly. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your books and how you got yeah. involved in that. Yeah. So I've always, so I've always been someone who's loved sports, obviously basketball. I've also loved um, writing. You know, when I was a kid, I would write all the time stories and we would like act out stories and have people, you know, give them different parts and roles and act things out. So I've always loved good stories. Um, and so actually a mentor of mine, I had been doing a lot of poetry and a lot of writing and a mentor of mine, like, you should write something for kids. And at first I was kind of like, for something for kids? I was like, I don't know if I'm, you know, really want to. 
But, you know, eventually I was able to write a book and I just, it was just so amazing how things just came into place as far as like writing the book, finding an amazing illustrator, being able to publish it and just like, it's just, it was just amazing. Like um, my vision for my book one day is for it to become an animation and has been from the beginning. And so um, I just love the fact of being able to encourage kids or people really in general in creative ways. So I was like, you know, why not with not only a book, but eventually animation. So it's one of those things of like continuously setting goals for yourself. And it's for me, I think like it's like just amazing to see those come to pass, you know? Um, and so, yeah, my newest book is called The Day the, the Day the Instrument Split. And that talks about just embracing our differences, embracing um, unity and harmony. And it's set in a creative way with instruments because, you know, as instruments, different instrument families, when they come together, they make something beautiful. And you can imagine if you had a band, a whole band, and they were kind of like playing in, you know, just disarray and discord, it would sound awful. You know, they're made to be together, even though they're all different. And so I thought that was a great way to kind of explain how we are as people. We're all different, different gifts and talents, different ethnicities, but together we're amazing if we appreciate each other. I'm, I'm guessing that's the project you and Greg are collaborating on? Correct, correct. So we're taking this to the stage. We're going to be um, in a theater in uh, Sanford and we're going to be doing original music by Greg. And also we have an animation team that's going to be animating the book as well. So it's going to be an animated live read musical read aloud. So it's going to be exciting. I I, I, can't, I don't even have words. I think it's just <laughs> I'm excited. I mean, yeah, well, this is the first time you've done something like that. This is the first time, correct? Yeah. yeah, I'm so excited. You're kind of a an example of envision it, and you can do it. I mean, I feel like that's what it is. You know, think about it. Nothing that we do, we don't just do it. Just you know. From, it doesn't come from anything, you know, it just comes from something we first think about it, then we actually go towards what we think about the most. So, yeah, it's it's been an amazing ride so far. Tell me about your teaching, because it looks like you kind of went the education path. Very true. So I was a special education teacher, and now I'm a school counselor. And oh, okay. so it's cool to see like these principles as far as like what we think about is very powerful, you know. Um, there's one quote I love, it's like, if you knew how powerful your thoughts were, you'd never think another negative thought in your life, you know? And so I love really instilling that into my students too. You know, most of the problems they have is, is steers from their thought life. And so you can use your thoughts in order to, um, you know, change your perspective and your circumstances. So it's, yeah, I definitely enjoy that. What do you see in the future? Well, like I said, I see in the future, I see animated, <laughs> um, animated, um, stories that stem from my books and, and I see more ho hopefully more concerts like this with Greg as well tell us about a couple of the stories sure so um, the first one is called a little piano and that one is basically talking about how we're amazing just because of who we are in that story the piano feels like she has to travel the world and be famous in, in order to be loved but you know when she kind of gets scratches on her when she kind of becomes old news she kind of questions her worth and then she realizes that she's actually loved just because of who she is, not because of what she can do. And so that's something that resonates with me as far as, you know, having to perform and be an athlete, realizing that your worth isn't just in what you do, but in who you are. So that's something important for kids to really understand. And I enjoy bringing that message to kids as well. Tell us some more. <laughs> There's that one. And then, of course, I just told you the one about the day the instrument split. So I only have two right now, but one is currently being illustrated. Um, so I can't give too much about that one away because I like to keep my books kind of under wraps until they come out. But 
there's plenty more that are coming out and I can't wait for that one too. So while I'm still doing things with this current one, I have, you know, plenty of others that are in the works. <laughs> I know you're really into your faith and I uh, was reading about, you also started this kind of event. I don't know if it's every week. It was Inspirations Christian Entertainment where you bring people together and people either talk or perform or sing. Mm -hmm. Is that right? That's true. That's true. We actually did that a few years ago. We kind of put a pause on it, like um, okay. in the you know recent years. But that was an awesome thing, though. We were able to bring different people who had different gifts and talents, bring them together, bring them um, just to encourage not only um, other people, but also use what the gifts they had to encourage others. So that was yeah, that was a great business that we had. I've done it all. <laughs> not yet. Still have plenty more goals up there. You're still doing a lot. You got a lot. <laughs> How, how would you describe yourself, Trinity? Hmm. I describe myself as, I'd probably say a visionary. I'd probably say that. Visionary. It seems to me that through your books, through your stories, and through your counseling, you're impacting a lot of young people's lives. Tell me I about would... how that makes you feel and, and how important that is to you. To me, there's nothing better. You know, I was just thinking the other day, I was like, I feel like my life, I have to have little bits of each. I have to have some part where I'm, you know, doing something creative. I have to have something in my life where I'm giving out to people. I have to have something where I'm like doing athletic or kind of more, you know, um, like I love doing exercises and, you know, CrossFit and, you know, hit classes. So I have to have things like that in my life. And I have to feel like I have different things that really help make, I don't know, my life and experience like whole, it can't just be all in one area. You know what I mean? So it has to be very well-rounded. And so I love reaching out to kids because I feel like I have a lot of experiences in my life from, you know, business and sports and, you know, what have you, education. And I feel like it's a great way to encourage kids in different ways and let them see that really the sky is the limit. There's nothing they can't do if they truly, you know, focus on what they want and have a positive attitude and change their perspective. So I really do enjoy talking to kids. I love, I love helping them feel heard and feel understood and realizing that, you know, what they're going through is normal. They're not just, you know, they're not a mistake. I love giving that encouragement to kids and helping them reach for the stars. Tell me a little bit about how some of your encounters come about. I mean, how, how do you end up counseling kids? Yeah. So it depends. Like in school, it could be a kid might see me in the hall, ask to talk to me. It could be a parent that reaches out to me and asks me to talk to their child or a teacher. It really can be anything. Or there could be an incident in school and I might need to talk to a kid that, you know, is going through something. So it really could be anything at all. Oh, I'm at a middle school, so I um, deal with eighth graders. Yeah, what an important time yeah. of their life. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a formative time. You know, we've spoken with a lot of people and one of the common threads in among 3P champions is, well, there are coaches, there are teachers, mm -hmm. there are mentors. You're kind of all of those. And I think uh, there's, there's probably, I can't think of a more noble aspiration or occupation. And it seems to me, and, and I've done a lot of coaching and I've taught for a long time as well, mostly oh, wow. at the college level, but I've coached a lot of younger kids and I've met so many kids and I kind of came to believe that oftentimes when you see a kid having real difficulty or acting out or 
just kind of being contrary or angry that you can look at the parents. Do you do you interact with parents as well? I do. Um, it would be. I always say it would be helpful to be able to do even more, you know, with parents and students together. But, you know, our focus are the students. But yeah. I do get fortunately get to interact with some really great parents. You know, we have great parents that come in as volunteers and they're really um, involved. And that's important too. you know, parents who are involved in the school are really invested. And we love our parents, you know, at my school. So I, like I said, I'm fortunate to have to be able to work with some great parents. Tell me a little bit about your parents. My personal parents? Yeah, your personal <laughs> okay. parents. Okay, <laughs> we're switching up. Okay, so my parents, they're great. Like I said, my dad, he... Um, was in the military. He was in the Air Force. My mom, she's amazing as well. She actually just got her doctorate um, like a few years ago. So she, I think I kind of get that, um, you know, that study. Um, I don't know, that extra mile in like education and study from her. But yeah, they've always been my biggest cheerleaders, always believed in me. They've always been people who have been very positive. So I think that's important too, you know, having people in my corner who aren't going to question or maybe doubt the path that I'm taking or the things that I'm doing or the dreams, how big they are. You know, they're always like, hey, you can do it. You know, they're very encouraging. So that's huge for me. Yeah. And I'm sure you sort of play that role with a lot of the kids you counsel. I hope so. Well, I'm sure you do. What else would you like to say to anybody who might be listening to this? I'd like to say, if you love an amazing read aloud presentation, let me know. And as far as like with basketball, how that fits in, I, I love to um, bring basketball in my read alouds. At the end, what I do is I bring like a basketball and like a pencil. I bring it out and, you know, I have some kids come up and I say, who thinks they could spin this basketball on a pencil? And, you know, usually they all say no or some will try and they can't do it. And I said, what if I would have would tell you that by the end of this presentation, you all will be able to. And they're like, no way, no way. So then I spin the ball and the pencil and then I give it to each one of them so they could spin it. And then I just let them know that what may seem impossible on your own is actually possible with the right people in your corner. So, you know, that's what I feel like too. You know, things that we want to do or desire to do may be tough in and of ourselves, but with the right people, the great, a great support community around us, sky's the limit. I want to ask a question, uh, Rob. We talked about her being a mentor and kind of a leader and a teacher and a counselor. Besides your parents, whether it be sports or just your life, who are some mentors you looked up to for guys who encouraged you? So as I was growing up? Yeah, the whole way through, or even now. Okay, yeah. So for me, you know, I had like sports heroes that I looked up to. I would see them and be like, you know, I want to be like them. So whether it was like, you know, when I was growing up, Alan Iverson was huge. Sue Bird was huge in college looked up to them. Um, and even now, like for me, a lot of mentors are, I get from like books or like different podcasts. So I'll listen to like, you know, things as far as like chasing after your dreams. I'll like listen to those. I kind of like build up my mindset. And um, so, yeah, um, my pastor is definitely a good mentor in my life. So for me, I feel like it's um, people that help encourage me in different areas, whether it be spiritual or whether it be, you know, business wise or going after your visions. It's all of that. Did you say read aloud in your sessions? Because I wasn't oh. clear. Had you said read aloud? Oh, yeah. So I do read aloud presentations with my book. So I'll put it usually on a screen. I'll put the book on a screen, project it, and then I'll read the book aloud and make it very interactive. Um, I don't like to just read like at kids. I love to like stop and ask them questions and get them involved. So it's really fun. I, I've done a lot of work with schools and 
one day I was working at an elementary school. It was kind of a throwback, throwback school. Even one one little kid told his sister to have a great day. And I was like, <laughs> what? And they do the pledge and all this stuff that I remember okay. from when I was a kid. But I must have spent, they took me down to their new library and mm -hmm. they had to pull me out of there. I could have filmed kids reading. That's awesome. For hours. I just, I don't know what it was, but it was something about having kids read to me. Yeah. Uh, that was so fulfilling or exciting to me. So, That's awesome. yeah. Well, you sound like uh, you're living a great life, living your best life and sharing it with everybody, uh, particularly young people. So I like everything about you. I admire you. I'm proud of you. I, I know you're doing great things. I know Greg Gelb could not speak more highly of you. I know he's going to call me later and go like, how did it go? Um, <laughs> and I, I think I can safely tell him, I, I think it went great. You've been terrific. Thank uh, you. Anything else you'd like to add? Well, I would say Greg is amazing. Like his work, like he's been playing like little clips of um, the music he's composed for our event. And I'm so excited. Like he's awesome. Yeah. Super talented. Yeah, Greg is, well, he's also super real. True. He's just a, a genuine guy. Well, we're really grateful to have had you on here. And Trinity <laughs> Bercy is now a 3P champion. If you get a chance, listen to some of the others, maybe Jackie McCormick or, but they're all Definitely. really exemplary people and you are too. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm definitely honored to be in your podcast. This is this is awesome. Great to have you. Another Hooper doing some great things. Right. I would like to see the streaming of the event you did with Greg on stage and all that. So are you guys streaming <laughs> that or is it just you got to be there to see it? Uh, I don't know how that's going to work. Maybe we might do a streaming. You know, we might do incorporate some of that. So we'll see. But it might be hard to see the animation on the streaming, though. I'm not sure how that's going to work. We'll have to see. That's true. Yeah. Well, either way, we'll hear about it. Definitely. Good luck with that. Thank you. Yeah. Onward and upward, Trinity. That's right. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your Bye. day. You too. Take care. Well, we hope you enjoyed listening to Trinity tell her story and quite a story it is. And it's so far from finished. I think we're going to hear a lot more from this young lady in the future, including more books. Greg. Yeah, I really enjoyed that conversation. What an inspirational woman. Uh, I really love that she's inspiring and leading through her stories. You can tell that's her passion and purpose. But just a stand-up woman that has a lot to offer and is going to make a huge impact on lots of youth. Yeah, I agree. And uh, we're so glad you joined us again for 3P Champions. Come back next week and find out who the next one is. Thanks so much, everybody. Greg, you're the best. Uh, you too, Robbo. Thanks. Have a good All one. Right, brother. Peace.